0: Oh shit! We don't have a theme song.
1: Oh shit! You're right. What are we gonna do? I
0: don't know. Like, do we, do we have
1: time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to rip. We're gonna Go. just rip. Riff riff. Oh shit! It's the, the
2: nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick.
3: You are listening to episode one of the Tolstoy Made Shoes podcast. I'm your host Patrick Hasty. and full disclosure, I am hungover as hell. Uh, once you listen to today's episode, you will understand why. Though last night at about four a.m., I had a very lengthy conversation with two great Des Moines comics who are newer to the scene like myself Brandon Reem and Nick Costanzo
2: and Reem, we like movies tv and
1: games food juice boxes things. oh wow that was that was adequate
0: yeah that was like pretty good
1: yeah are we just gonna use it for every episode I, th- I
0: think we should I think we have to Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. And I'm
1: Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? It's going fantastic, Fantastic. Patrick. Fantastic. It's it's a milestone day. It
0: is a milestone. You're always mildly stoned if you ask me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Today is
0: our it is our fiftieth fun size episode. It's our
1: one hundredth. It's our
0: one hundredth recorded episode.
2: They're going
1: crazy. Studio is losing their shit and their jazz Gross! Oh, Stop
0: it! I cannot believe we did a hundred recordings of this podcast.
1: We've done about hundred and
0: four. Yeah, we've done quite a bit. We start over a lot.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: we, uh, we cut. We we make, we're like, well, that's not good, and then we start again. Yeah, that's fun. If you go li- by the Patreon, you yeah. get on the Patreon, well, you can had, watch the episodes. We had to
1: throw away that Louis C.K. episode. Oh, yeah. That fucker Oh, oh we were so excited us. about that Get
2: Yeah. You know?
0: And uh, and we're not saying that the worst thing he did, we're not saying we're the ones, the worst thing he did was what he put those women through, but it's, I mean, collateral damage. We threw away that episode. That was going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah. We had to throw away uh, that Cosby episode. Now, again, that was on us. We'd heard rumor. We'd heard tell uh no i don't like that we didn't do that don't believe in that um but what is today speaking of those fuckers what is today's episode about oh shit yeah we're doing stand-up comedy standing up comedy the...
1: no we're not doing television sitcoms yeah
0: i know but seinfeld is yeah a i know he
1: is he's a stand-up guy he well i don't is know, he? know if he... I, don't I don't think know. he's a stand-up guy he's
0: remember a... when he was 37 dating a 17 year old girl that's not a thing a good guy does. It's a
1: thing that comedians do apparently. It is a thing that comedians do. Dane Cook. Dirtbag.
0: Oh yeah, he's dating a young girl too. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Gross.
1: Indiana gross. Jones.
0: Gross. All right. Uh <laughs> so we're talking about stand up <laughs> now. Fucking... This is your episode. What do you mean? Uh you're you're you this is you. You're championing this episode and I want to know what uh, how do you feel about it?
1: Good. You like stand up? Yeah. You a big stand up fan? Why are you putting I mean I'm kind of like I mean, I like my stand-up.
0: You like your stand-up, yeah. You like your jokes. Everybody knows that. No, I hate my jokes. Oh, God, yeah, me too. Uh... Wait, you
1: hate your own jokes? Uh -uh.
0: Not on board with yours.
2: <laughs> oh. oh no,
0: I love your jokes. I think you're great. I don't like my own stand-up. and I think that's what kind of part of what comedy is.
2: Yeah, I think if you you know yeah. you meet people well, sometimes like, who
0: if like you their own your
1: fucking jokes, you want to go to open mics anymore. Yeah, and then you it shows, and then your jokes go to shit.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it always you funny gotta when keep people... writing
1: another joke because I hate everything. Mm-hmm.
0: There's always that fun moment when the next joke works, and you're like. <gasps> Yeah. Like, I got a new thing right now, and I haven't had a new thing. Uh-huh. And, like, oh, boy. And, you know, I don't know how it works. You yeah. constantly are churning out stuff because you're writing these, like, yeah. concise jokes. But I'm trying fucking things that are long, and you got to really take them I'm constantly
1: churning shit out. But it also means, like, at an open mic, I'm dragging, like, fucking 60% of my set is stuff that's not going to make it through the week. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like such a fucking idiot trying to yeah figure everything out. Ugh.
0: that's what and that's I, I so what i I'm at an open mic, and I'm doing three minutes and two of those minutes are things I've done to death that yeah. I'm sick of, but I'm just trying to find this one-minute line to work in it. Yeah. And I got a new thing right now that I did at a show just recently, and it's a thing that I think is making it into the full act, Ooh, and I am Getting so called stoked. up to the majors. I am 25-man st- roster it's joke. It's new. It's new, so there, it might not happen, but as of right now, it's feeling good. And it just feels so good to do nice. a joke and get a big laugh on a new thing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. H- how are you with your setup? See, mine are more like, uh, I have to keep telling this joke, that I have there, but I don't know how to tell it. Yeah, you gotta like got to find the right way. I got my punchline, but I got to figure out how you, to you know the lyrics. set up the misdirect. You
0: know the lyrics, but you don't know how to sing it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I got yeah, to yeah. figure out
1: how to tell my joke. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what, the, 100% I get that because that's what I'll do is. Which is one of the great things about Time Hop, where all of a sudden I like get a joke from two years ago that never worked. Yeah, try it. There And then, there I, you then I'm like, oh, fucking, I'll throw that on a mic tonight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I tell it. A different way, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's working.
0: I like that when you tell an old joke and you get something that you know was like a, a big joke in twenty twelve back in Iowa for me. Uh, but I got sick of it and I hated it. And I stopped telling it. and Then seven years ago, by and I ain't got right nothing. And yeah. uh, then I'm like, oh, I'll try it again. And you're telling it now with your new brain, and it's the same story that the original joke was based. But you've got all these old punchlines if you want them. But then you've also got the way you write jokes now. Yeah, and uh, that's always a fun one. It kind of it feels like you're. Uh, it's like uh, you're giving a gift. It's like you gave yourself a gift five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. You know? Also,
1: I like to do it where you got that one little one-liner doesn't work by itself, but all of a sudden it complements this other joke. Yes. And then all of a sudden well, I got this little little group of job jokes. So
0: this is this is very like this is kind of the thing. Um, this is maybe interesting well, for this calm episode, down, Patrick. Please. Uh, well, because I I didn't know exactly where to go with this, but now I like it. Um, the idea of this and this is something we've been talking about a lot on this show lately is building and things changing is a uh uh, uh uh the uh my dad so i've got these jokes about my dad and carl. i'm trying yeah carl great dude yeah. i got a lot of jokes about him but there's this one thing i great didn't great
1: joke name too
0: oh great joke name no. carl the k you know yeah. so he's not fucking around uh but i got this new joke that is about my brother and i was having a hard time getting... and it's nothing negative like my brother i think he would think it's funny it's a good joke it's a funny thing about him you know um but it's a thing that i wouldn't um there's these jokes about my dad That are funny, but they don't really go with the other stuff about my dad right now. You know what I mean? Like, they don't go with, like, my normal farmy jokes about him. Um, But it's an interesting thing, and it's a funny joke... But so then I tied it in with my brother's stuff, this new stuff that I'm working on about my brother. And then all of a sudden I've got this new thing and it's like bookended with these jokes about my dad. And it's cool because it took – basically I took like a, a funny little joke from before that didn't have a place. Uh-huh. And now I took this new thing and now it's all got a place. Yeah. And then hopefully I'll start building new stuff around it. So maybe I'll have a new chunk come – Oh, that's rad. You know, the end of the year. Yeah. So what that's, a wonderful that's great. And it's little like, thing we do. and And you know what? It has been, I swear to God, maybe eight months since I've had something that I liked like that. Um and so it's just it feels so and I'm and tonight I'll do it tonight and it'll bomb and be terrible and I'll be so dead but for right love, now I feel good love the craft yeah that's what we we're doing now okay let me ask you now Perusa you Perusa Balk <coughs> the uh, Nev Campbell
1: Nev Campbell
0: uh, uh, light as a feather stiff as a board talk about stiff as my cock when I watch that movie you know what I mean God damn. you know what I mean stand yeah. up standing up <laughs> full attention
2: yeah
1: so uh, anyways uh what, let me ask episode? you okay.
0: You, when, okay, so when did you, what was the first time you did stand-up comedy? Oh, first time I ever performed stand-up comedy would be the, uh. Don't tell me some bullshit talent show shit. I want to know the first time you did real stand-up comedy.
1: Oh.
0: You were getting ready to say a talent show I was going to
1: say a seventh grade talent (laughs) talent show.
0: That's funny. That doesn't count because then I get to count all the times I was in shitty pop punk bands and. Rap metal bands on stage doing bits, you know. In between, yeah. yeah. Um. So no. First time I did stand up. Your I first stand up open what? mic. And and this episode, by the way, listeners, this is probably going to end up being a very Des Moines comedy heavy episode,
1: uh, which is fun in itself. You know, like uh, you see. You know. Hey. I didn't know shit about New York comedy. I've listened to plenty of fucking podcasts exactly. about New York comedy. Exactly. I've heard
0: Chris Hardwick say a billion fucking things before I ever went to L.A., you know? Yeah. So let's let's get into yeah. it. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, <clears throat> first. Your uh, first mic. First time doing stand-up comedy was at the uh, People's open mic for uh, uh, Funny Bone. They had a Funny Bone night. Oh, and cool. And I just, like, happened to buy it. And uh, it was an open mic with at least 150 people No there. shit.
0: Now, I've seen videos from that yeah. night.
1: Yeah. And I just figured, oh well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what comedy's to, always going to be. You need. go to these open mics, and there's like a hundred plus oh, people that so are funny. just there to watch comedy. And
0: uh, now, do you know any of the history of that? Like, how did that get put together? In oh, because I
1: don't. I think they were trying. People's
0: to get, People's was a bar in Des Moines, in like the uh, kind of what's that area called Court? at yeah, yeah. Court Square. It was. It's a. It was just a bar though, like a sports bar. And then the funny was, bone was a, was a comedy a, club no, all the way across it wasn't town. A sports
1: bar. It was just the waiting room bar for a music venue. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it was like a big bar, but then the comedy, the funny bone was a comedy club all the way across in West Des Moines. Yeah. Um, but so Dallas the, County, this bar just happened to have, uh, like they had a night, the funny bone night. Do you know who ran it? Joel Fry. Oh, Joel Fry. Friend of the
1: show. Yeah. The yeah. Show, like effort. Joel and Louis Passat
0: oh wow yeah
1: those are dudes i didn't i never do yeah, so, uh, they're just trying to book people and uh try and get host spots to, to for the fill for out. the funny yeah, box yeah because for some reason for <laughs> this little time they were going to decide they to... thought about
0: doing that yeah and, yeah and maybe one day they'll think about doing it again you yeah. know
1: <laughs> so uh, uh yeah. yeah i went up and uh do you know
0: where you went up in the line how did it work pretty much right in the middle did you literally walk by and you're like oh fuck i'll try this or did no, you hear no. about it like a week or two uh, ahead? I went
1: with my friend uh, Alexei Solodov. Alexei Solodov, the mad Russian, the mad Russian was his thing. Fucking don't even get him started on this last election. He's been in. Uh, he's an actor now in hmm. L.A. He's been in like, Los Angeles. Uh, no, uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's in Homeland, you know, oh, whoa. and some other stuff like that. That's crazy.
0: I remember Lexi. He was the first one to ever. I didn't know him. He gave me a business card once, and I was drunk, and I just said okay, and then I threw his business he card.
1: <laughs> used to come over uh, back when I was working at the pizza restaurant. Yeah, one of our things just to date. I like how you churched it up by calling it a restaurant. <laughs> well, it was a restaurant. They yeah. serve pasta. made pizzas cost like twenty five bucks there. It's a good pizza place slash restaurant anyways after now that i'm done defending the honor of polly eyes pizza of johnston the real thing 515 i don't know you know we used to do the standard you know you get done working uh you play some poker yeah uh some people do some cocaine you know typical restaurants booger sugar yeah Fucking uh, Alex would come over at like one o'clock before I knew him. Alex Carter? No, Solodov. Oh, Solodov. Alexi- the guy that I was yeah, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. I don't
0: know him as Alex. I know him as Alexey yeah. or whatever
1: the fuck. He'd come over and play poker in like fucking uh, jumpsuits. You oh. know, like the like Adidas. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mafia jumpsuits, and he'd be the guy. He's got like some, and then he would just take everybody money and yeah. leave.
2: Wow! Yeah, that's crazy. And then he
1: would talk about, "Yeah, man, I'm going to start doing stand up comedy." Oh, wow! I'm like, wow. man, thinking in the back of my head, "Fuck this guy, I'm funnier than him." Yeah, yeah, all. yeah. And, then,
0: and so then, and so then, did you? How did you hear about that? Mike or that that, that thing was happening at people? Did he tell? He yeah, told you. Yeah, we went you, there together. But okay, but I guess what I'm asking is, did he tell you a few days beforehand, and you had time to write a set, or did I wrote he tell a set you like an hour on the car? Before. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. I think that's funny.
1: Yeah, I wrote a set an hour before. Took my hottest. Uh, Facebook status statuses. updates. Yeah, yeah. Anything with a like.
0: How long had you been considering? <laughs> had you been writing jokes on Facebook? Always since Facebook started? Or yeah, had yeah. you been kind of kicking around like maybe if stand up becomes a thing and eventually for my life I'll try it? Or was this literally like he started talking about it at that poker party? No, I, and then lost you got my, in?
1: I lost my job. Uh, I got kicked out of.
0: Polly yeah. Eyes got rid of you? No, no. I was oh.
1: uh, <laughs> an electrician at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is like way after uh, Polly Eyes. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Um, was just down on myself about a yeah. lot of stuff and you know, all my friends were starting to get like married and shit. Yeah, yeah. Married yeah. off and you know, you know, and just like, Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Gotta find something. And then uh, Alexi, he had a radio show. Oh yeah, a double would, uh, A
0: comedy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. I don't I didn't know my brain had all this in there. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so I'd listen to double A comedy and be like, Well, I want to do stuff like Who that. is told so the I brain? made. Yeah, I messaged yeah. him once and uh, he said well, uh, you should come uh, audition for the sketch group. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The uh, uh, Missing Kittens comedy show.
2: Oh,
0: weird. So I, I went
1: and did this sketch, and I was funny, and it was good, but uh, where you had to do some improv, and i have yeah. never done any improv other than I took uh, a couple years of drama in high school. Yeah. I was in a bunch of plays and would always goof around like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wound up shooting a little video for their uh. uh valentine's day show and that was about it and then so i was at the show that day and started picking the brains of uh travis chernis and greg Altoff. travis and And, greg look at them because like i wanted to do stand-up and they're like well you can go to these the house of bricks let me ask you is there was one open mic at the
0: time no i maybe got confused but this is before you went to this people's mic right yep okay yeah Yeah. okay so that's kind of cool so i did i had no idea about any of this i
1: did this show uh that on a Friday and then the next Thursday, I did the people's. You mic. did the people's mic, yeah.
0: Oh, and that was the mic, and that was hosted by Joel. Joel. Fry. Yeah,
1: For, with a couple hundred people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had like a pep talk beforehand.
0: Oh and, no, like, like one of those bullshit. Like somebody had gone to Zany's in Chicago and knew like the. This is what comedy is.
1: This is no, what... just like hey, we're gonna have fun. And oh, okay, cool. A like talk. a good pep
0: talk. Okay, yeah. cool. I thought you meant one of say, those... have you ever done one but of those was, things? Also, where...
1: was really cool because you know everybody was there, yeah, and everybody was like doing their best shit. Who do you remember? So it was like my introduction to stand- yeah. Des Moines stand up comedy. Who do you remember? Do you remember meeting? Comics I remember. That night? I remember all the heavy hitters. Name, throw them Fucking... out there. Ashley Huck. Ashley Huck. A- or Ashley Poyer. Ooh, the ooh and then she'd switch Chicago, it up. Uh, Joey Ficken. Joey Ficken in, uh, out of Bastrop, Texas. Mark Van Onnen of Mark Beast Van Onnen. Village uh, Records. Beast
0: Village Records, uh, writer of the fantastic uh, I remember Anthony Lebedo com- was Lebedo? the funniest Real fucking star, person I've yeah. seen. Labeto was a crusher back yeah, then, yeah. man. And, uh, uh, out of no, Denver. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember. It was everybody. Yeah, it was all the guys and did the you one meet, girl. I'm
0: asking you, did you meet? Yeah, yeah, which was pretty good that we had a girl back then. Yeah. Uh, did you meet uh, Gideon that night?
1: No, no, Gideon
0: wasn't there. But that Gideon was in town, but he just I met wasn't Gideon at the M-
1: pretty quickly at the House of Bricks one night. Yeah, where we were just chatting it up. It was a good. Time.
0: Uh, so, so that was happening in what month was that? February. That was February yeah, 2011, yeah, right after
1: Valentine's Day show. Oh yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Missing kittens was February. You know, was the friday before yeah and then uh thursday the 17th was the first wow. time i did stand that's All great
2: right, this next comedian it is his first time ever here at comedy on court so i want you to give a big extra round of applause for brandon ream
1: <laughs> well shit
4: There's a lot of people here <laughs> Uh, I was just going to come and uh, watch all of this, but uh, after my buddy called me pussy three times. Uh, figured, I figured it was a good time to go. I, I don't know if I'll be able to fill the entire five minutes, but uh, I can guarantee you this won't be the first time that happened. <laughs> I'm not talking about sex. Um, I was going to open up with... Uh, a few uh, foreskin jokes, but uh, I was afraid they would go over a few people's heads, so uh, I'm actually just going to move on from that. Uh, uh, this is a cheap one. Um, so uh, yeah, big big holiday on Monday. Uh, so I I hope everybody had a, a good time being able to share VD uh, with uh, loved ones. Uh, what I call Valentine's Day, it's a, it's a disease. Um, I, I I can't elaborate uh, on that anymore, uh, I have to keep looking at my notes. I'm a new. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I've been pretty nervous all night because, uh, it's the first time I've done this. Normally, uh, if I'm in front of a crowd, I'm singing bad Journey songs at karaoke, but, uh, yeah, my nerves have been going a little bit crazy, so I think I've peed like four times, and, uh, Just a little heads up. I don't think it was until like my third P that I actually realized sink was not a urinal trough in there, so yeah, just, a, just a heads up. Uh, they have a video out there.
0: Yeah, it's on Facebook. You can go on YouTube and watch Reem's yeah, first stand-up I've hid- video.
4: I, I've
1: hidden pretty much all of my stand-up yeah, But of that's the out there because didn't Alexi that's, that's put that up? That's on Alexi's account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. It's on there with his reel from Homeland. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't even look
2: like and, me.
0: No, it doesn't, but you're, the joke, you're still crushing in it. It's not. It's weird, you know? Yeah,
1: I got a lot of pity laughs, too. Um,
0: I, uh, now, okay, so we'll skip ahead two months. Uh it's April twenty or three months, I guess, whatever it is, however many it is. Uh April twenty eleven. Uh I go to this concert with my friends, and I'm like, I get high and I already can get high. I took a Xanax. Um and my best friend was there, my be- and Nick Linnimit, real and Eller, he was there. Uh and my wife and his girlfriend, Megan, who's still to this day his girlfriend, and we we go to this concert, and it's great. And then the concert starts to end, and we're like, Are you guys doing an encore or anything? And they're like, No. Uh, but if you guys want to hang out upstairs, we can hang out upstairs. And I was like, Okay. So we go upstairs to it's kind of like a it's kind of like a waiting room for something um, and uh, this is at the, the bar, the Slowdown in Omaha, Nebraska. So we go upstairs to this waiting room, uh, and we're sitting there and, uh, it's just lead singer, Matt from the band and, yeah, and Davey, the banjo player, we're uh-huh. all sitting on couches in a waiting room and he's play- got an acoustic and we're singing songs and he- they're singing their new, they had new- a new album coming out. So it was all these songs we hadn't heard before. It was, um, 90 songs. They played like a Jim Blossom song and they played like a stay by, uh, you know that song? Uh, yeah. You say that song. Or, or
2: the other 88
0: Oh, come on uh, but uh, but it was really fun it was a great night and I was really hopped up on this Xanax and stuff I had just come back from Mexico so I had these Mexican Xanax and uh, we start talking I start talking to these guys and I realize that they're all xan uh, they're all a year younger than me yeah. they're all
1: and that fucked with you didn't they're it? all
0: class of 2004 from high school and I'm class of 2003 from high school, and they're out there following their dreams. And this was I, this is the third time I'd yeah, seen them, you're maybe. you're trying to
1: learn how to brew beer.
0: Well, that's what I was doing. Was I was brewing beer. and I, But a thing that I never really talked about was, so this was April. In January of 2011, I wanted to, um, uh, I, th- I tried to make a movie. And so I wrote a movie that I really liked, a script. It was like a short. And then a friend of mine was going to the university, or was going to Iowa State University. And so he rented a shit ton of equipment from Iowa State, like film equipment, and then we took everything out of my apartment and made a set and we shot half a movie in my apartment with like a crew and everything. Is that your and, like a time traveling exp- movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then I ended up I ended up using it as a music video eventually because we never shot the second half. Right. But I did all of that and I was like, I want to create, but this is so fucking hard. And so then I, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I go to this Frontier Ruckus concert and I come home and I'm trying to think about it. And I've been listening to podcasts for like a year solid now. And I, and at the time I'd been listening to Marin, I had been listening to Nerdist, I'd been listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself. I'd been listening to all these shows and I'm like, I think, and Scar Bros. And I was like, I think I want to get into comedy. And so, um, I told them that in the car and they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> and then they're like, we don't fucking care. And then I get back to, um, I get back to Des Moines. And the next day I post a video. The next day I see the Sklar brothers who love indie rock. They wrote on their Facebook page like, Hey, what are some good bands? And yeah. I posted a video from that frontier ruckus concert on their Facebook page. And I was like, I think you guys would probably like these guys. They're from Michigan. And like five minutes later, I have a Facebook message from Randy Sklar being like, these guys are great. Oh, can, that's rad. Can you put us in touch with these guys? And I'm like, yeah, because I just met them. And so I do that. I get him in touch with them. Um, and then uh, the next, so this was uh, like the concert. I don't know the exact dates, but it was something like the concert was on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. On Wednesday, I get him in touch with him. Friday, the new Sklar Brothers Country a- episode comes out. It's like episode. It's like one of the early episodes. It's like episode thirty, and it's got Scott Ackerman's the
3: guest.
2: Yep.
0: And in it, they're like they go to their first break, and they're like,
3: That's "What I'm saying, I'll take a pillow fight." this band is called frontier ruckus
1: someone,
2: someone on our uh and the guy's name was patrick hasty i believe i want to pronounce his name right he introduced us to these guys they're from michigan you gotta love
1: that well, didn't one of them go to university of michigan i think frontier. either the michigan or michigan state okay and
0: then they play a frontier ruckus song to go to commercial and it like fucking i was sitting in my shitty office i was working for a bank at the time in des moines and i'm just sitting there and i'm like oh my god this is it my favorite band my favorite comedians." We're all coming together. They're talking to me. And I was like, this is it. And so I have goosebumps just talking about it now. Nice. But uh, and so then what happened was I Googled Des Moines comedy and all I could find was the social club. So on April 14th, I went to the okay. Des Moines Social yeah, Club, yeah. which right. was, at the time, now the, Des Moines, now the Des Moines Social Club is huge, and it's really funny, and it's cool. It's like the Come and Go Theater, yeah. and it's where we well, did our- actual
1: club. Yeah, it's where we did our live yeah. episode yep, a yep. couple
0: months ago. But at the time, it was in the lobby of the- It was like a traveling banner, Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the lobby of the Kings, is it Kingsville? What was it? Keynesville yeah. Inn? Keynesville yep. Hotel or something? Um, which weirdly has a, th- that, in that hotel has a weird history. That's where like Willie and, uh, Steve Higgins from the tonight show and the naked trucker and all those people, that's where they all started doing comedy. So it's weird that I like t- 30 years before me, you know? Yeah. But so I did my first open mic in that room. It was a mixed mic where there was like guitars and stuff. And I, I got there really early. I'd written my set, which was like literally rape joke, abortion joke, Hitler. uh, Hitler, you know, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. AIDS. And and then I, and what happened was I sat down with this kid, and this guy's name was Brian. He was in Des Moines because of, uh, not AmeriCorps, but like the uh, the other, ver- like AmeriCorps. Yeah. That's what it Not Peace Corps, but AmeriCorps. And he was living in Des Moines doing some work on some like bridge outside of town. And he was just there because he was staying in this hotel and he came down to see the show. And I sat with him and we talked the entire time about comedy. And he's like, Oh, I love comedy. I love podcasts. And then I do my set. And it gets nothing. No, everybody hates it. And uh, and there's literally people playing Trivial Pursuit right in front of me. Yeah. And they're they have their back turns. All the musicians aren't paying attention. But I go up, and I have a lot of fun. And I'm like, oh my god, this is it. And I get off, and that Brian dude's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're really funny. This was great. I've never, I have no idea what happened to that kid. No clue. And what happened was there was this um, improv group from Drake that I don't. I used to know the name, but I don't remember the name. But it was an improv gr- group from Drake that would come into a big scene on this mic. And one of the kids from that group said, uh, "Oh, hey, if you do like stand up, there's a stand up open mic on Tuesdays at House of Bricks." And so he told me about that stand up mic. Uh, and so I went there. And then the other person I met that night was Mike Kitsman. Was mm-hmm. the only other stand up at that show. And I thought he was fucking famous. He destroyed everybody. Loved him. He was so fucking funny. Yeah. And I and I just it. Blew my that's mind. It's funny to
1: hear that because I didn't see Kitsman for a while. Well, that's what there's that. He g- was just holding it down. Kitsman was yeah. just
0: doing that, and John Eide had gone and done that mic a couple times in like January of 2011, and then dropped off, and then right. didn't come back until way later. Um, so I'm
1: curious. Yeah, and, uh,
0: and then and then the net following Tuesday, I went to House of Bricks for the first time. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but um, I, was in, I was in the bedroom, and she opened the door, and our eyes locked, and I just saw this look of disgust on her face. And she said, Patrick, you know the big guys always watching you. And I felt like shit because she was right. She wasn't talking about God though, she was talking about our roommate Steve. <laughs> He's really fat,
2: and really weird.
0: a long time. For a lot of years, I didn't masturbate, because uh, when I was a kid, my grandpa told me that if I masturbated, I'd go blind. And I didn't really believe him, but he was giving me so many blowjobs, I
2: wasn't going to fuck my shirt. He's great guy.
0: He's a mess. Uh, he works on animals. Uh, and uh, I love my family. Like, uh, my, my dad's awesome. When I was a kid, my dad used to always tell me, Patrick, you're, you're my favorite. You're my favorite kid. Which is really nice and made me feel good, but my brother died at birth, and my sister's a total bitch. So Doesn't really much about competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so my mom, my mom's great. In my family, my mom and I have uh, the closest relationship, were really tight. And uh, I think it's because she breastfed me from the day I was born until I was six. And then again for
2: two weeks when
0: I was
1: twenty four. Um, <laughs> uh, what were some of your first experiences with stand up as like a kid? Uh,
0: oh, I always loved stand up, and I've been watching it since I was a like, little kid. Yeah, I, I love. My dad had we had a cassette. We had uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. Oh, and we watched yeah. that. It was like just a thing you would always watch. Yeah, we always watched the Cheech and Chong movies. The, the so I two loved Eddie them.
1: Murphy movies i would yeah. seen. Like and uh, it's
0: and it's so bad and problematic. Like you can't watch it today and be like. I mean, even, you watch yeah. it today, and you're, but at the time, as a little boy, especially as like a seven year old, I was oh, like, "This yeah. is fucking hilarious." Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved Adam Sandler. I loved his um uh, music and all that kind of stuff. I loved like what the hell happened to me and stuff. Uh, um, yeah.
1: Uh, Bill Cosby himself, I remember watching that as yeah. a kid. See, I, just, didn't like, have, I didn't have laughing. I didn't get
0: into off. that's what makes the shitty all the Cosby stuff worse is because I didn't get into Bill Cosby stand up until. I was, like, in college, like, until, like, I was, like, 23, 24. Like, if it was something, like, his TV show as a kid or whatever. So, like, the TV show's ruined for yeah. me. But also, I didn't give a fuck because it was just a thing that I didn't, you know, as yeah, a kid. Yeah, But the fact that the albums are ruined for me, that sucked because that was more of a recent
1: Band-Aid rip, you
0: know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I was, Todd been, Glass was always huge to me. I saw, I remember... I, used I don't to watch, remember
1: Todd Glass until I started listening to podcasts.
0: I used to watch... um uh, Caroline's Comedy Hour was always on A&E and, mm-hmm. it, and Evening at the Improvs and I used to watch all those so like guys like Richard Jenny Todd Glass Rita Rudner Um, I remember seeing early Sarah Silverman I, I just always knew who these people were when Sarah Silverman was in um, Star Trek no she was in um. Uh, There's Something About Mary I remember being in the theater and telling my friends and me like, "That's a she's a stand up comedian."
2: Yeah, I remember she's, watching she's her. She's an and actress like, now. That's
0: a
1: girl from Star Trek.
0: Sure, yeah, she isn't that great episode of Voyager where she it's yeah, like yeah. they go back to the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: for me, I yeah. Can what about you? A lot of uh, evening at the improv. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like just knowing that stand up was funny and good, mm-hmm. and uh, cable in the eighties. It's always on. Yeah, so yeah. you wind up watching it. Well, HBO's always on slightly yeah. off. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We had HBO yeah. for most of my childhood. I'd never and, had it. Uh, so Oh, to this so, day, like, I haven't seen it all. You know, like I can remember watching Carlin when I'm like seven yeah. years old. I loved him. The uh, Carlin where he's wearing like a pastel sweatshirt yeah, yeah, and gray yeah. pants and everything's a lot like gray and purple behind mm-hmm. him. And like I remember, he tells a joke about he feed. He likes to feed his dogs rubber bands, mm-hmm. so he uh, can fling them, fling the poo That's over the neighbor's fence. He later the uh, and like Carlin was like probably my first guy. Yeah. Do yeah. you know
0: what my? You know what I watch a shit ton of? Who Gallagher? Because they would play him on yeah. County Central all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah.
1: And as a kid, it's just goofy. It's so silly. It's a guy with goofy hair and, and a goofy shirt. And the it doesn't same matter respect. that he sucks and doesn't tell jokes.
0: Yeah, you know, In the same respect, Robin Williams that special from the maybe the like early eighties. Yeah, remember? And he does that whole thing uh, yeah. where he does the when the moon hangs low in the sky like a testicle. Like Who? that one was so good. Howie. Mandel? Fucking Mandel. I would have never seen a Holy special Holy
1: shit. You know, he just... My brother was really good about recording most of these, yeah. too. So we'd have, like, the VHS yeah. of, like, a good stand-up that we would watch a couple times, and then I'd eventually record over it with, like, Beethoven's Second. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or something like that, Did and you would get pissed, but... Uh, uh, yeah i howie mandel yeah and he did the uh he puts the glove over his and head and he does the nose thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah not only that but he did bobby's voice yeah like bobby oh, started for sure, off for sure, for sure bobby started and... off as a bit yeah on his yeah yeah i loved him uh i liked dice man because i was yeah. eight I never, and he had a gimmick i never you know? liked andrew dice like you know, i didn't get the i get nursery rhymes yeah okay i'm eight yeah you know I it's never, like the big personality i never you know, got into like him and personalities Kinnison. were easy to pick up yeah as a kid you there it's like i just got done watching professional wrestling yeah. andrew dice clay and sam kennison are like fucking Hulk Hogan yeah yeah, and yeah macho yeah. man as far as exactly yeah concerned. i
0: uh i always loved uh because i would watch a lot of the co- uh, we'd always have carson but mm-hmm. that was the tonight show we'd always watch it and so i would always see car comedians and i i loved th- all of the comedians like paul reiser um because i always wanted to be like famous maybe not famous but i always wanted to be a star and so like i love people like roseanne drew carey paul reiser all these people who were stand-ups that also got to do tv Mm -hmm. because i didn't have any concept of it but i was just like so you mean they get to make tv shows and then when they're not making tv shows they get to travel the country and be funny and be on stage you know like that seems so cool to me paul reiser was huge for me when i was also
1: what uh you're really big into uh old jeff Oh, Foxworthy, of course. Yeah, that's, that's oh, one of your guys, yeah. right? Oh,
0: definitely, yeah. Foxworthy's, that one album where he does all this stuff, I actually just saw him on uh, Letterman, an old tape of him doing the same bits on Letterman, mm-hmm. but... uh The whole thing about taking his family to Hawaii and all that and like seeing the whales and saying, boy, if I had a gun with a scope on it, like it's so good.
1: Like as a little kid, I didn't have anybody that like spoke to me, you know, where I was like, oh, I I love this. Probably maybe Eddie Murphy just because I'd already seen fucking his movies. and Eddie Murphy. So like he was like awesome and funnier than anybody else. But like it wasn't until I got older when I was like, oh, this.
0: When did you did you ever have uh, Stephen Wright in your life?
1: Uh, later. Because I
0: feel like he's somebody that I could have seen
1: you, like, I, I wouldn't I think be the surprised if you loved that, him. Well I like his uh, jokes and everything. I think the people that, uh, like, really changed the world for me were big Stephen Wright fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, like Hedberg and... Yeah, because, like, growing up, you know, I, I really watched a lot of, like, you know, you watched, like, The Kings. Yeah, the, your, yeah. Your, your, your Carlin and Priors. Oh, and, and, and that's, a, also,
0: you didn't mean this, but The Kings of Comedy... That special fucking blew my mind. Absolutely, seeing Bernie Mac for the like, seeing him kill. Because I never watched. We didn't have whatever channel that all the Def Jam was on. Oh, Def Jam! And so I didn't know about that. But then we had the I bought the DVD or the the cassette tape of Kings of Comedy. Seeing Bernie Mac destroy the whole. Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Like, oh my god, I was so. Who's the other host? Eddie Griffin. It's the Kings of Comedy.
1: Oh no! I am oh, talking oh, about oh, Def, Jam. Def Jam.
0: Yeah, Eddie. Well, Jamie I was going Fox, off on
1: my own Def Jam. Jamie Foxx was a Def Jam. Con- Who uh, was the other host? Joe Tory? No, Joe Tory. Mm, no, was he's the, a baseball. <laughs> he's baseball Yankees. manager. Um, I don't remember. He was like Bill the guy Bellamy? that replaced. No, he was the guy that replaced uh, Martin.
0: Oh, I don't know. After he left, I can't think. Um, I don't remember. I didn't. I just didn't watch enough. I didn't have to. So then when yeah, I worked, everybody started there. Later when I worked at Blockbuster, they put Kadeem out a bunch Harrison?
1: of. Oh God!
0: You know <laughs> yeah, Kadeem Hardison is that the same yeah, guy? Yeah, that's what I said. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is that Trap. what you said. Sorry, just... yeah, he's fucking great. And I also loved uh, the Wayans. Michael like...
1: Cooper? Or... I don't remember Cooper. Mr. Michael... Cooper?
0: Oh, name? oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Curry. Yeah, yeah Mark Curry was so Michael funny.
1: Cooper's a guy who used to play bass. Uh, in a band I was in a bass. Oh player. well, he's
0: probably funny too. He right? is. He is a good guy. But uh, but Stephen Wright was huge to me when I was a kid. I just always I only knew remember about him a, from a lot of it.
1: Uh, Mad About You.
0: Oh, really? As like this as the um, the friend Paul He's, friend uh,
1: Paul's producer.
0: Yeah, he. Well, I loved he, him because he um, he was on TV a lot. He was on Letterman incarnate, yeah. and, Carn- and he was so silly. Yeah. And then I got into the com- when I, once I got cuz I was like married to Comedy Central when I was a kid. I watched it all the time. And once Comedy Central started doing all like the Comedy Central Presents and replaying a lot of hours. Yeah, and that was just I their was weekend. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were
1: some of your favorite uh specials like as a young Patrick? We don't care much about Well,
0: it's it's hard to say because like the it, honestly, it's fucking Gallagher I always and really that liked, Robin
1: Williams. I really I mean, like that uh Dana Carvey one, oh, where for he's sure. very disheveled. One hundred percent, I've watched that. He's got a like them. his shirt untucked. When the piano's on stage yeah, yeah, and, and he's, he's like, talking about broccalé. his naked kids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Boing, yeah, yeah. boing,
0: And he's like, chopping Rocker. That one
1: was like always on. Yeah, rotation. that was huge. You can't, can't, the, uh, when he does
0: the Ross Perot, and he's like, you can't pay in a Mr. Coffee. Some and of the get first like, Chris Rock
1: ones. Oh, for sure. Would like you? the bun where, one where he's got the Rockies logo behind yes. him that he kind of adopted. And I was always like, he's wearing a shiny suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock specials were always
0: important. Oh yeah, and I love Chappelle. I love. Chappelle's uh first the one from god damn it, must have been the early two thousand late nineties, but it was it came out when I was in middle school and I remember everybody that just for a month was quoting it. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Prior
1: to the show and the movie.
0: Before oh long before the shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and, and so I loved I liked so much, but
2: I I loved it too mm.
1: because I mean we're
2: blockbuster kids.
1: Yeah, totally. You know totally. what I mean? And stand up section yeah. was always in the back mm-hmm. where you could just grab the uh the person special yeah yeah yeah. you know for a dollar it's like oh we got to get one more movie let's grab uh tim allen yeah. live. well oh, the tim allen know? specials are pretty good it, too yeah exactly um, especially th- as a kid at that time oh ellen and, had and ellen I had that so, big special oh, in I, ellen, 2000
0: yeah. yeah that was really good um robin williams had that other one in the now, did early you ever 2000s? speaking
1: of robin williams uh Another great thing as far as, do you ever watch uh, Comic Relief? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, yeah. I, are any huge of those big every specials, time.
0: And I loved watching whenever, like, uh, whoever it was, Gary Shanling, Conan O'Brien, any awards show, I loved that. when, uh, Like, even if, like, the MTV Awards, when Samuel yeah. Jackson's hosting, I loved any of that stuff. I like that presenter style not of comedy.
1: Just the, uh... uh- ones when Andrew Dice Clay was on the MTV movie. I just
0: wasn't a big. I don't dislike him. He just never was never for me. You know. Um, Not even when you were twelve
1: in the eighties. There
0: was no. I wasn't twelve in the eighties. I was. You know what I mean? You know. I know. I you know. It's one of those things where like I was his heyday. I was too young, and then by the time I was the age of the right time for it, I was already full born Adam Sandler and stuff. You know, I had other stuff. Um, but I Sandman also get life. it. I get that I can totally see why people went for him. You know, I can defend Jeff Foxworthy stand up all day long. So it's like I can't. You, it's, have you know to. Yeah. Um. Funny. I, funny. I got really Here's in, your card. in high school. <laughs> his sign. Uh, Whatever. No, man. I'm sorry. Sign this check so we can pay our uh, studio fee. Uh, when I got into uh late high school, though, I'll. I mean, we. I remember going to my friend Jenna's house. And we watched a bunch of our friends. We all got together and we watched the first Blue Collar special. And I remember like pissing my pants, Mm laughing, thinking it was the funniest thing. And having, some people talk about this, comics talk about that moment where I'm like, I remember being like, "Oh, I could never be this funny. I could yeah. never do this." You know. Well, after
1: that, they had, uh, I mean, like you said, the uh, premium blend. Well, those came were more, like I comedy loved central all those. presents and premium blend. Those Who made were some me... of your favorite. Uh...
0: Uh, Greg Barrett was always his. His comedy central presents is so fucking good. I love. Um, uh, I love the Dan Cook. The Dan
1: Cook one's with famous the with the drum set. The,
0: yeah, but go watch if you have it. Go watch the Greg Barrett before that. Yeah. And you can see a lot of where Dane Cook picked up a lot of his shit. Right. Um. I love Todd my, Barry has a really what's great it, Paul Francisco,
1: Pablo Francisco. Pablo oh Francisco, yeah, 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 one, People one of love, my yeah. People yeah, all time favorite bets from you know back oh, yeah? then. What the, is it? The movie guy.
2: Oh, where he's t- doing t- tonight. tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Like uh, he does the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and he's like a simple tortilla. Bo- these are my tortillas. Bah! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and just like that whole idea blew my fucking mind. I man. remember... I remember It's so funny, much. like, you just see these specials, and then you remember... I remember a Bill Bellamy special that I thought when was... When he
0: had the the lav mic, he didn't have a, a yeah. microphone in his hand. Yeah, yeah, and Bell- he's talking yeah.
1: about uh, doing the pop matic He's playing, like, Trouble at oh, night, yeah, yeah. like, trying not to wake his parents, and we just thought it was funny as shit so uh, yeah what were some of the guys that uh or comics that uh, you were really into right before you got into stand-up well before what happened with me was um that kind
2: of form. it all
0: like literally it's it's one of those things where and i'm i'm uh of course i have a fuck we have this podcast you know we're talking about the past i'm always writing the biography and writing the, my my life but literally so i, I told the story at the beginning about going to how i got into comedy mm-hmm. the weekend okay so the that we went to that concert on like a Monday, and this was the beginning of the year- month. It was like early April. And then by the end of that weekend, right? So we went to this concert in Omaha on Monday. That following Friday, I was they mentioned me on the Sklar Brothers. And then I went to stay I went to Iowa City just to hang out with my buddy Nick. That's where he lived. The same one who went to the concert. And that weekend, Comedy Central was doing this thing that where they were ranking their the best stand ups of all time. And you could go online and vote on all these sets. And then they were playing just nothing but Comedy Central oh, half I hours. That. Yeah. That was that weekend and so Nick and I just sat there and watched all these shows. And then we kept getting way more deeper. And I remember going through um, uh, uh, Live at Gotham's. And that was Gotham. that was around the time. Because maybe I'd heard him a little bit on a couple podcasts. But that's when I heard Rory Scoville for the first time. And I saw his Live at Gotham where he does this Gotham. crazy bit where he goes out. And he's talking about his dad uh, giving him a watch. And he, he like crouches down. And he's like, and then my dad came to me and he gave me this watch. And he's like, hey, son. Never come home. And it was like such a <laughs> dumb silly bit, but I loved it. And Lachlan Patterson was also on that one. Um but th- but the thing the damnedest thing is when you go back and think, Rory Scoville was three years into stand-up when he shot that live yeah. at Gotham, you know? Um and so it's like so weird to see. But there's other like uh, I loved Canaan. I'd loved I'd seen him do um uh a bunch of I saw David Tennell in concert once at the Funny Bone in Omaha and mm-hmm. I thought and then I saw him again in Missouri with my ex girlfriend. Um I saw him First uh- First so stand
1: up show I went to. Yeah. Uh, I was working at that pizza place I was talking Polly about eyes. and uh one of my co managers. We used to uh, talk about stand up. Was and, it Polly? No, no oh. It was Ben. But uh we would talk about stand up and comic books and stuff mm-hmm. and uh Game Boy, you know? One the big those, three. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we'd be hanging out and uh one day he played Mitch Hedberg. Oh god. And I there was like, Oh well this is hilarious. And yeah. then he was like yeah, I can't go to his show next week. If you want to buy my tickets, it's sold out. Whoa, you saw Hedberg? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I saw didn't him know Like that. a month before he died.
0: Wow, fuck! I had no clue about that. Yeah. That's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. And was like, it good? Was he good? Oh, it was hilarious. Okay, he was good, my favorite. Yeah. He changed every dude. Yeah. First time I fucking heard uh Mitch all yeah. I was like Mitch riffing. Yeah. Like doing my like. He hey, well, like brought it. It's Mitch Hedberg changed my fucking life, man. People don't prior to the uh, prior to that for me stand up yeah. comedy. Is like these deep deconstructive fucking George Carlin, yeah, 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 Pryor yeah, things. Like I always would have wanted to do that, but I was like, I'll never be able to.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know how to do that. I can't do a paragraph. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You That's know? literally. So it was like
1: uh, Mitch Hedberg, uh, uh, Mitch all together, and just everything Mitch. Yeah, and then uh, Zach Galifianakis yeah. live of the Purple Onion. Live at the Purple Onion, and, so good. Uh, Dimitri Martin person. Yeah, were the ones where I was like, oh shit, Dimitri Martin's oh, half shit. hour is so yeah. good too yeah, because yeah. he does that thing where um. He, he kept no, that's Person. Is that Person? Yeah,
0: Is that yeah, his that's half a, hour? that's his hour. Where no. he's got music going the whole yeah, 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 time, yeah, so he's able to control the... Uh, the edits? Oh, yeah. I thought that was in his half hour. Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, Or maybe,
0: uh, maybe either it's way, both, way, he just yeah. keeps it going, because um, it's a
1: good way to control what's getting cuts and I loved doesn't.
0: Hedberg, and he, Hedberg was the guy that everybody... Because you know this happened. Dane Cook became huge. And I'm not trying to be like cool, but I didn't like Dane Cook. And like all of my friends. No, we know did. you're
1: not trying to be cool.
0: But like, but, uh, but he, I just didn't like him at the time. I was like, I don't love his comedy. Um, and so anytime I'd be at a party, and this would happen a lot, people would start putting on Dan yeah. Cook. I would always put on Hedberg, and I'd be like, listen to him.
1: And Hedberg wins people over because it's so boom, 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 boom. And then not only that, but the yeah. tags. Oh, yeah. The Hedberg yeah. tags. He's never done. He, uh, uh, he it was so coming. good. Uh, I liked, uh, I did like that old, uh, H- uh Dan Cook.
4: Um, you. The Are we still talking about my favorite comedy? Yeah. No. What up? movies
3: did you watch when you're growing up, other than uh, all the way, the holiday classic, and all the way. Bottom
4: line, uh, I got into Monty Python in about third grade. Uh, Holy Grail, unfortunately, as much as I love it, God bless
3: you, is one
4: of those movies that, that I can't even watch anymore because I annoy the crap out of reminds anybody you, I'm reminds with. Reminds me of all
3: the molestation.
4: Yeah, it's all that. It's very a sad state. But no, I have a bad tendency of spouting out every freaking line from said Monty Python
3: movie. Yeah, that's Red how Monty. I believe that. That's how I am with like all those like '90s comedies, Tommy, like Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, Black yeah. Sheep. Yeah. I I can't watch them with people because I'm.
1: But it's funny. Dan Cook's got that uh, Family Guy thing going too. Where is it's just reference. Where you're replacing jokes with references, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, funny mm-hmm. references, but you know. funny is funny it doesn't matter yeah yeah you don't have to use a structure i'm just saying oh and the the,
0: longer i do stand up the more i believe you on that where i'll be like hey they're making them laugh i get it you know yeah
1: um but But yeah those are the ones that uh that got me yeah Mm those I always point to just Mitch Hedberg as a whole mm-hmm. Dimitri Martin person and then Zach out well when I that Galifianakis live yeah, in the purple onion is hands perfect, down yeah. my favorite fucking uh, stand-up special um, I've ever seen
0: well so I was into all those people and and like guess Rory and canane and those those were the new people that I was like oh my god these guys are fucking crush yeah and then uh, jessel that came along and uh, and I, I just her- found out about him and <laughs> and those jokes like offensive dark jokes yeah that's what my friends and I had all Always been doing. You.
1: Yeah. That was me. You, when we started yeah. comedy two months apart, Yeah, you were the Anthony Jessel. That's what I was. That's what I. And, and, of Des Moines comedy. And like, I. Like, if I, people were introing you.
0: As, like, this is Anthony Jessel. This guy's yeah. not Anthony Jessel. Like, you know? Um, but that's what that's what's so weird about it, it is, kind is because of cool what... Uh, I felt the same as you where you said that like you were like I can't do a carlin or any of those are doing. Yeah. I was like I that's can't just do That's what stand up was for yeah. me. So, but when I saw Jessel Nick I was like, "Oh, I can do that." And then for the first 6 months I did stand up. That's what I was doing was like one liners. Offensive one-up
1: is uh, doing an hour and a half hour when your you yeah. you're Out the gate you have to have an hour. An hour,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you now oh, so I did one liners and I did offensive like those like shock-jock one liners. And some of them were funny, and I was brand new at comedy, so it's dumb. You know what I mean? I can give myself a lot of outs. But yeah. if I saw if I saw a kid walk up today and do my first six minutes, I'd be like, "Ugh, kill this guy!" You know. Also, uh, 2018
1: isn't 2000. Exactly.
0: Yeah, the things I was saying. Oof. Uh, We've all had
1: Twitter long enough to know mm, what you shouldn't. Should yeah, 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 yeah. Right now. Um. But he. The, but
0: I. St- once I got to the point where I stopped doing one letters and started telling stories and doing what kind of what I do now, um. I feel, I loved it but since you're always you've stuck in this like great you've just gotten better at it don't get me wrong I'm yeah. not saying you but you you're, you've been in this groove for so long when you have to do long sets does it do you just fucking panic or is that just how your brain works and you know no, how to I, do it
1: I just moved to New York and then yeah. I haven't done a long set since
0: <laughs> you just don't get booked to do long <laughs> sets uh but you know what I mean like does that fucking freak you out the idea of like if you got to fill 30 minutes are you just like that's fucking 100 jokes. I remember Zach Reinhart saying that one time, being no, like, God well, damn. Well, it's
1: mostly just like I have, there's not 100 jokes because I have a lot of my jokes compartmentalized. It's all chunks and like, like, yeah. I might tell like fucking, you know, 20 jokes, but in my head, mm. that's one chunk. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I've done that 20 joke chunk. What was times. your,
0: do you remember the first st- joke that you wrote that then you told on stage and it worked? Oh, yeah. Say it. Well, tell me. that. <laughs> You know it. I know, but I yeah, wanted yeah. to tell I, the uh, listeners. I don't know if they know. I was
1: gonna come out and tell a couple foreskin jokes. Yeah, but uh, I was afraid they go over too many people's heads. <laughs> and then, uh, and you opened with that for years, for a year or so, maybe five. No, I I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. God yeah, damn it, because yeah. no, I read the <laughs> yeah. Judy Gold yeah. stand up comic book, sure. And like even to this day, I have too much of that shit. Like embedded into my subconscious and, and i'm in a weird and some thing. of it is great advice i
0: never read that stuff i never read that book or anything and i am constantly afraid that i don't have enough of that knowledge like i like i literally just started realizing what an act out is recently yeah like all these things i get a tag that makes sense to me plus uh,
1: it had like homework ugh. you finish a chapter yeah. and you're supposed to well, like there's come a comedian, back with like 10 topics if you're listening and then you read the next chapter and it's like all right take those 10 topics and then you know, think of something odd that can happen.
0: If you're listening to this podcast, or if you're a fan, you know, if you love the, if you're an in-affer, and you want to do stand-up comedy, or if maybe you're a new comedian who's like, you know, you're a couple months in, and you're like, just figuring it all out. Uh, John Roy, a comedian, very funny LA comic, uh, John Roy, he wrote a few years ago this Tumblr comedy class. And it's a comedy class, but it's not like, you don't have to pay for it. It's all Tumblr. But he's got like seven or eight chapters, and it's all these really long Tumblr posts. And it's like... Uh, there's all these topics like structuring jokes, yeah. structuring your set, doing crowd work, do, well, being honest. And just Google that. If you're into what? comedy, just Google that and read through those and you, it'll make you a better comic. I swear well, to God. Well, that's one of
1: the main things I attribute the comedy boom to mm-hmm. is uh, that we are all currently in. And I'm not even talking about – I'm just talking about the amount of people that have gotten into it yeah, yeah. recently. It's it's podcasts. Oh, yes, 100%. Opened, uh, unlocked the gates, Yeah, and it, it made it
0: you see the path.
1: Yeah, yeah. because like early podcasts was just like the same – like 20 comedians talking to the each other about yeah.
4: about comedy I gone mean,
1: yeah I, I, it was like uh so this whole time the movie i watched uh st- i am stand up oh i am comic i am jordan, comic, jordan brady's movie like yeah. uh, two months before i ever me did stand up. yeah it came out like around that the same was time definitely yeah, one of the biggest like fires yeah. under my and ass that, and that when i watched it that was the first like peek behind the curtain
0: when i watched that and i saw todd glass in it todd glass was such a big comic in my childhood yeah. that i was just like fuck he's still him and he's so much funnier and better and he's do he's been doing it 30 years now you know yeah uh that was that was really fun for me um and then also another documentary that i didn't watch until way later but i fucking loved was comedian the jerry seinfeld mm-hmm. and i'm not a Jerry, Fe- I don't love Jerry Seinfeld. I don't love his comedy. I don't care for him as a person. What about the show? The show is fine, but I don't go back and rewatch it the way some yeah. people do. And I, I, but that documentary, it, if it makes
1: you feel better. Just uh, give all the credit to Larry David. Yeah,
0: and I like Larry David, and I like you. Know, yeah. uh, but the documentary, Comedian, I will rewatch fucking twice a year, three times a year. I love it so much. Um, I think it's a fantastic thing for people to watch.
1: I mean, there's no aristocrats.
0: is your? I watch that a lot too. I watched that at blockbuster on the big TVs one day. It was really oh funny. God. Nobody ever comes in there. It came in. I there, used but... to put uh, Carlin on. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Because you
1: know, well, that's what I would do.
0: What, that's what I would do with the Def Jam's. Because I never had it as a kid. So, but at Blockbuster we had all the DVDs. So I'd listen to Jeff Def Jam during the day, which is why I can't pull people's names. But I remember, like, dying laughing, you know, because right. I'd hear a bit, you know? Yeah,
1: we couldn't uh, play it during the day, but, you know, you have to do inventory. Oh, for sure, like, yeah. Like, in Blockbuster, you'd have to go through with, a with the scan Scanner gun, guns, yeah, it was my favorite thing. And you would have to scan... Me and Nick and NLR. Yeah, it'd be a crew of people working late night, yeah. like, from midnight to 2.30, yeah. and you have to scan every physical fucking thing in yeah. blockbuster so they can be like oh looks like we lost two my little ponies
0: yeah 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 that's i love doing that and that's what we would do yeah. too We and would then li- i just
1: put on carlin
0: that was one of those situations where my boss was like let's listen to this dane cook album and i was like how about we listen to mitch Hedberg?" and we listened to Hedberg doing it or we'd listen to um fuck who was it somebody had a really was it dave cross's first
1: oh god dave cross's
0: hour maybe he had an hour that was really good that i we remember
1: like david cross's like all of his shit just being mm-hmm. like the best. Oh like, yeah, yeah. stand up.
0: And he was never. It's funny because the things that hit me and don't hit me. There's no writer rhyme or reason. Because I yeah. never loved him as a comedian, but I never disliked him. But it's it's very similar to the point that I put like a David or like a Andrew Dice Clay. I was like, oh yeah, I get that's comedy, but that's just not gonna make. That's not for me. So I'm not gonna follow it up. Um, and that's how I used to feel with Patton Oswalt. And then at some point, it just clicked. I got to the point where I was just like, "Oh, I love all of it." My, uh, uh probably I would say my favorite, um, n- maybe not my favorite, but right around the time I got into comedy, what really uh, helped me and changed me was when I moved to New York. Um, my friend Harris Alterman, who friend of the show, yeah, he has show mm-hmm. real and ever, he's gonna be on the show coming up. Um, Harris, uh, said to me once, he's like, "Hey, you're a lot like uh, Mike, uh." uh uh, what's his name? Burbiglia. Burbiglia, And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I had never listened to Burbiglia at all. I'd, and I only knew him as kind of the one-linery, the jokes Burbiglia from his first album. And I was like, oh, I don't think so at all. And I was kind of offended. I was like, what do you mean? And then I watched... Um, it wasn't my boyfriend's girlfriend. It was whatever the one right before that was. And I just fucking fell in love with it. And so uh, Mike uh, Burbiglia is a comedian that I... I hold him in such esteem to the point where I can't even watch his specials until a couple years after they come out because I, it like affects me too much because like, mm-hmm. if, if I what, oh, as soon as I watched my girlfriend's boyfriend or whatever it is I was talking about it to everybody for the next month and I couldn't handle it you know about how much I loved it I think I
1: can count on one hand the amount of specials or albums I've listened to or watched since, since you I've started standard really? yeah. comedy
0: I, I for whatever as long as it's somebody who's different like, if it's somebody
1: who does too much what I do, I can't watch when it because I'm lived, afraid. When I was living in Madison, yeah, uh, you could just go to the comedy on stage. Oh, for sure, yeah. And watch, like, you know. The best I, comics in I the world. I remember when Rory was there, yeah. I was there the entire fucking weekend because and that's the thing you that- just get to watch, like, how cool does it see somebody do a, you know, the yeah. early show and the late show and see the difference? The changes. And, just... and
0: I've never had that experience. I could do it in New York. You know, I could go find a fucking club where there's all these people, like a Gotham or something. But like, I've never had that experience of being able to see a good comic the way that you got because you were in Madison for a while, the way that people came up in Cincinnati or, or uh uh you know, the Comedy Attic or something. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very jealous of that. I haven't seen that experience too much. Um but, but because of that, maybe that's why I've watched so many albums, and I or listened to so many albums, watched so many I'm specials. i curious, so. this will
1: be fun. We can just go back and forth through this real quick. Uh, what are some of your favorite uh, early Des Moines jokes Ooh, that you can remember? From, com, from other comics? When you were just starting and shit, because um, you were like, oh I my remember, God.
0: I always think of uh, Gideon, because I met Gideon uh, the first Office Brick Mike I went to. I saw him go up, uh-huh. and I thought he was famous. Yeah, I thought everybody was famous. Because I didn't know yeah, that there was so absolutely. many not famous comedians. Oh my comedians. god!
1: The first time you talk to yeah. one of the comedians that you're looking up to in yeah. your scene, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I'm sharing a table with yeah. Dan Ump. Yeah, yeah. You Dan
0: to- Dan told me like we went to Fong's this like pe- Chinese pizza place. Oh, Fong's once. was my
1: first time yeah. hanging out. Me with too. Me comics too.
0: We went there one time. It was the coolest. And Dan looks at me and goes, he's like, "He's like you're. He's like you're like the gentleman's asshole." That's what he referred to me as, and yeah. he wasn't saying it that in a mean way. And I was like, <gasps> and like I like I remember being like, "That's what I'll call my first album i love it you know i was just like oh my god that's so cool you know yeah um and then uh one time what's his gideon joke oh the gideon joke is uh uh the one about uh him writing uh uh he talks about going back and looking at his old yearbooks and he he would always write the weirdest stuff in there he'd be he'd like when he was signing a yearbook he'd be like uh I still remember or yeah. I know what you did. Yeah. So that way people would be like, wow, does this Gideon Hambrick, famous comedian, Gideon Playgirl, man of the year, Gideon Ham? He yeah. always had this like runner. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. And then um, I was like libido's
1: when he's at the doctor. Oh, and, and yeah. And the doctor Her- prescribed him meth. <laughs> yeah. He's he was, like, was a, he's a big dude. And yeah, then yeah. he was like, can you believe that? The doctor looked at me and figured meth would be a healthier option <laughs> for me to lose some weight. And then he said something like he's like,
0: So I've been doing it and it's
1: great. My apartment's super clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I loved yeah, I like that. Um I like Toll's joke about uh wiping his ass with his cat. He had oh, a yeah. bit about that.
1: I have a couple Billy shorts that I, oh, Billy I, I short. always fucking love. Yeah, Billy had Billy oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, give it to me. B- when he'd come out and be like, uh hey, I just can't I'm gonna uh I came out today, I, I love stand up, but today is gonna be my concession concession speech. Hot dogs! <laughs> Get your hot dogs here. Oh,
0: yeah. I uh, I love it. I have a tape of Billy crushing in Iowa City, and he and that joke he had about how like how his last name is short, and he was like, eh, "That's yeah. not fair." He's like, "What if my mom would have married uh, like Alan Thick, uh, Billy Thick?" And it was all this really fun hidden joke about yeah. his cock, but like it, it was so smart. He had such smart ideas. And, well, there and, was one yeah.
1: comic who I thought was hilarious every time he went and did stand-up. Oh, I know who you're talking because about. because he just had like. I couldn't believe what he was writing. Yeah. And, like, he would just crush every time. And then uh, we came to find out later... Uh, oh
0: my god. I thought you were making a bit about Costanzo. I know who you're talking no, about. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, we had a fucking scandal in yeah, the scene. We had my a gu- first our first scandal. Yeah, it was wild it was wild. I dude Yeah, because there was a roast. We found out okay, we, was, we were having a roast. Well, well first off, before that, we found out Gideon and I this is how Gideon and I became friends. Oh, all right was because we fa- he sent me a Facebook message in the middle of the night that was just like, hey, watch this tape and then watch this video, right? and i did and i was like oh man this person stole this joke 100% and then i just and then gideon's like that's weird right and i was like yeah and then gideon was like left it and then i just went on a fucking i just started finding all the videos of this other comic and basically what happened was this dude who was like one of the bigger comics in our scene he had won contests yeah yeah he was like the He threw his weight around he like he was acted like he was the best comic he did he would he, like
1: sit up yeah. he would he's the only guy that would sit on stage yeah he'd like hold he'd
0: like hold court uh, at yeah. the mics and stuff um but then what happened and he was so like then, from
1: chicago he then, did time in yeah. chicago so everybody was a big deal
0: eventually everybody knew everybody found out that or not everybody most people found out really didn't know you didn't oh yeah, yeah i didn't uh everybody found out that it, we had spread the word so people knew like oh man this dude's stealing jokes but nobody was saying anything about it we were just like letting it happen and then we had a mic and another. No, it was com- a roast. It was a roast, and another yeah. comic went up and called him out on stage. Yeah, and and they made the funny joke. They're like, "Are these your jokes, or are they this other guy's jokes?" And legit, the room like every all the all. heads turned. Oh to my them, god! And, and he went
1: white as a ghost. He had
0: no idea. And yeah. then he was just coming up to everybody. And the comic that called him out, he went up to them and was like, "What is this?" And they were like, "I don't know." Talk to Patrick and Gideon. And then they left. So then it was on me and Gideon's shoulders. And <laughs> and I just remember he came up to us and I just remember saying, I don't know, man. I saw a lot of the same jokes. Just saying that over and over. Like, I don't know. I saw a lot of the same jokes. Yeah. Word for word, a lot of the same yeah. jokes. And uh, he went
1: from being at every open mic and every yeah. show and being like- The god thorn- of the scene. One of yeah. the top guys in the scene to just like- gone. <whistles> And then he
0: he ended up coming back like a couple years later because he ended up coming back. Ryan Solomon, our friend, friend of the show, fan of the show, real great comic in L.A., Ryan Solomon. He came out on his first open mic ever was when this dude comes back and he went up on stage and did a thing where he's just like, hey, everybody, I don't know if you know, but I got caught stealing jokes. Don't steal jokes. And Ryan is just, like, at his first open mic being like, well, I fucking know you don't steal jokes. This guy's making a yeah. big speech about not to steal jokes. We all know that, right? I
1: also wound up in improv with Oh, yeah, you gotta do and, improv with him. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I honestly, I, and, uh, I
0: I, I think he's probably, I think he's got his life together, and yeah. I think he's, like, a good person, and I think he just fucked up, uh, you know, in the long run. Uh, but that was so exhilarating like, uh, that I, night. I did improv,
1: oof. and he, uh... He was more of a yes butter. Oh fuck! Oh boy! <laughs> you know, you like you'd put something, anything you put out there, you would be like, yeah, but uh, now it's I, yeah. my thing. Now we're in space. Now it's my joke. Yeah,
0: and um, just like
2: Jesus man.
0: Uh, but what I was thinking of is Nick Costanzo, who was a dude that when we started Rest together, in peace. Uh, he's not. Dead, he's but us. We say. He's re- I feel like we had me and you and him were a thing. Yeah. Like we, were, we, all we just had the five-year
1: anniversary of the Samurai 7 show.
0: Oh, yeah. We had the seven. There were seven of us that were all working together. Yeah, yeah. Um, well,
1: it's interesting. When we started doing uh, stand-up, me and you, yeah. little babies, stand-up comedy babies, when we started in Des Moines, there was one goddamn open mic. Yeah, every other Tuesday. Every No, the first, third, and fifth Tuesday.
0: Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. the same as every other? No. Okay, yeah. First, third, and fifth Tuesday at yeah. the House of Bricks, which is an open mic that... That and, then, venue's like, gone, but it's, and
1: then like we just like built this little thing where all of a sudden we were like Yeah Well fuck it, I'll start a show on Monday. Yeah, well you'll do a Mike and I'll do a thing Wednesday Beachwood, the and Beach then, and then a, Yeah, and then all of a sudden like we like we just had enough people that yeah. all started at the same time. We were like, No, we're just gonna do and this. And what I
0: think was cool was I think the, the people behind us at first were just kind of like, Who the fuck are all these new people? Yeah. But then they were like, Oh shit, our scene's getting better. Yeah. And so then it was kind of like this fun heyday. From yeah. like all of 20, 2011, 2012, 2013. It's like those two years or so yeah. until
1: everybody started moving. And
0: then what happened was we all leave. Yeah, I go to New York. You go to Madison. Uh, Anthony Lo- or uh, Andrew Lopez goes to uh, uh L A. Jordan Turler goes to L A. Um, and then the scene is kind of back to what it was when before we started. Yeah, ID went to Chicago. All the Sh- Derek, Tommy, all those people went to Chicago um ashley and so all of a sudden the scene kind of just was like the same crew from before we started again and then all these new comics started up yeah. and then all those new comics were fucking great like rachel weeks who's yeah. now like a huge comic in denver and now they're doing it again michael good he's got because then they all moved and yeah. now there's another crop and it's so That's so cool how that works it is very interesting I, I wish nobody
1: else would start doing comedy ever again
2: me too i it's would like
0: quit. it if it was just us i would like to yeah. get successful and fame uh goddamn, yeah that was it was it was a, it was a fun time um uh, there was one thing yeah. I wanted to say how do you feel about
1: comedy Do you feel good as just like this, oh, is, a, this is a state of the union fucking, seven years in I love it man yeah? I love it it's what I live for me man. too I love working on it mm-hmm. I love obsessing over it it's an it. addiction I love that you're never done yeah it's just this, there's never getting good there's yeah, never being finished just this thing you just keep fucking working on yeah and there's no like there's little goals you pass. There's checkpoints. Yeah. But there, there's no end. Yeah. It's it's just a craft you work on. You know. It's just it's that goddamn journey, baby. Yeah. You know that Frank. Don't Turner stop song. believing. If you're all about the destination, then take a fucking flight. Yeah. We're going nowhere slowly, but we're seeing all the sights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. It. Like it, it, it feels great. Ballad I, of me and my friends. It's I'm, like
1: one of my like ethos songs. Yeah. Like one well, you know.
0: Yeah. I feel that way a lot with Wessex boys, honestly, about Des Moines yeah. and about yeah, yeah. those days and stuff like that. And like when they're like, well, now people are doing shows
1: in other parts of town. I mean, so I love up. stand up, and it's my life. Yeah. And, like, but man, there's you can't top like falling in love. Yeah. With stand, it's no different than like relationships. Well, that's, relationships, what, well, you that's
0: know? what sucks. Like we're in this weird period where not a lot of us, not like none of our core group have hit too hard. Yeah. But then also. We kind of all already have hit really hard, you know? Yeah, if you it look at weird, all the shit, you never look at the shit
1: you've done. Yeah. You know? like, the
0: idea that, like, think of how hard booking this podcast has become. Yeah. Because, like, literally, we we wanted to get three people on. We I messaged in on a message in the morning. Can't, I'm in Philly. Can't, I'm working on a packet. Can't, I got a writing gig in yeah. LA for the week. And it's like, Yeah. Our, these are our close friends We've that been we're doing. We've cramming this all with, you
1: weekend because you're going to be gone. I'm going out of show, town doing yeah, shows yeah, yeah. in the past few And then when you West. get back, and we're going to have to you cram in to go to so you go. go back on the road. So we're
0: like doing it. Um, and I'll tell you that I'm a little more, uh, and maybe a little more emotional about all this stuff right now than I would be uh, in three months. Simply because uh, on on recording, my anniversary was yesterday, yeah. and so like I and I and I really I really think you gotta you're look a milestone back. Stony guy, it is, and yeah. and so you, and you're a milestone guy too. Uh, all right, but that's a fun one. Come on, um, but Patrick. so because of that, I'm thinking about that stuff, and I literally I remember the first time we. I don't know if you remember the first time we met, but I remember I hated the, you. Did you really? You
1: were making the same reason I hate anybody in comedy. Did you really hate me? They are nice. They're personal. Oh, sure, yeah. And they're making friends way too yeah, fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the back of my head, I was like, you can't. You can't oh. talk to Dan nothing yet. You've only been at two open mics. The you gotta funny, sit in the fucking corner
0: and wait. The funny thing oh. about that is, is that I think I was not making. I think everybody fucking hated me. I I still looking back, like I have friendships with they these did. people I now. Conversations, yeah. I think everybody fucking hated me, and I had no idea what to do because I'd never made friends before. Um, and that's Isn't that why weird? I liked you so much is because you didn't. You didn't. Co- you didn't seem to have. If you were feeling that way, I didn't. I wasn't famous. You didn't seem to. Yeah, you didn't seem to have any of this back shit. You were just like, "Yeah, I'm brand new. Let's figure this out." And then Gideon treated me that way too. Yeah. And so, and then eventually we started that group with dudes like Luke Ritter, who's one of the funniest comedians of all time, and I can't believe he doesn't do stand up no more. Um, but he does beautiful music. And if you guys beautiful. follow my record label, beautiful, beautiful uh, beautiful, uh, uh, Beast Village Records, we put out two of his albums. He's fucking great. Go buy his albums and 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 support his music. Um. But like once I got into that group, and, and I totally get it because I've had that feeling a thousand times now where man. I'm at the creek and some brand new comic comes up to me and he's like, oh, uh, hey, man, I saw you eject. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in my head. I I'm doing five different nothing things. Nothing I hate
1: more than funny, you nice know? new comics.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Ugh. But in those days, I remember the first time I really remember talking to you was at People's. Not the first time you did it there, but we were at People's and we were standing over by that fucking punching bag thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember me and you having a conversation there. And this might have been this, this was the first time we ever, like, really talked, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe this, I could be wrong, but this might have been Luke Ritter's first night doing comedy there. And he came to Peoples, and I literally, he crushed, yeah. and I literally thought he was the feature at the Funny Bone, who was just in, was like, oh, I'll go to an open mic too, you know? Um. And then I talked to him afterwards and was like, found out that was his first time doing stand-up in, like, six years or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But that night, I remember that night, I remember hanging out with everybody that night, and then um going to Fong's and stuff like that. And, like, all those evenings were so... Important and pivotal, and it kind of sucks that we're kind of, while we're always in that, we're also kind of, like, it's kind of like Des Moines, like, you know that, like, little bit of space between the House of Bricks and yeah. Zombie Burger and the court and Fong's? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's... And the underground? Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And the underground and Beachwood right there. Yeah. That little area is kind of what New New York and Brooklyn is. We live in that area now. You know what I mean? Like that that proverbial space. There's shows, there's Yeah, we're always there there now. Those times, I remember like the car rides home some nights where I'd Mm -hmm. be like punching the steering wheel because I'd be so... Because I lived on the same street as the House of Bricks. So I would leave my house. I'd leave House of Bricks, drive straight all the way to my place and turn. And turn into my driveway, and I would, like, be punching the steering wheel because I'd be so excited and happy with how the night
1: went, um, and See, I mean- my biggest night I can remember, uh, the Steve Byrne weekend. Oh, fuck, yeah. I don't think we could talk, like, old school Des Moines comedy without bringing yeah. up the Steve Byrne. Steve-,
0: Steve Byrne, who's a fantastic comic. Yeah, yeah, he
1: did a headlining set at, at the, the Funny Bunny Bone, and he- a handful of us went there to watch yeah. it, Yeah, and then he was doing, like, with signings and shit and everything, and I, like- just riffed that we were all stand-ups. Yeah, like local comics. Yeah, that was fucking months in. Yeah. You know? That was like and the then,
0: summer. It was like yeah. cut three or four he months was in. was with
1: Joe Kilgallen that night. There. Joe Kilgallen of yeah.
0: comedians you should know. Fucking yeah, yeah. great Chicago and he comic. he was like,
1: uh, oh, well, uh, if you guys want to have a drink after I get everything uh, taken care of there, we can just meet at that bar across the parking lot. Yeah. And then we went there and he fucking just, he bought drinks and hung yeah. out. And, it was and all he on... gave out
0: spots. He gave out guest spots for the weekend. Lebedo, he, Gideon Gideon and doing... Lebedo Yeah, and... yeah. Um, and do you remember the thing of, uh, um, when he put his credit card down to pay? He's like, uh, he's like, I got everything. Don't worry, you guys just drink. And then he puts the credit card down and he, like, slides it to show me and Stacy Because Stacy was there. My wife was there. He the it to me. And the credit card just says Comedy Central on it. Like yeah. it, like the name is Comedy Central. So this is all on a pilot presentation, yeah. and spill. that was
1: Friday. And then he said, "Come on out again yeah. Saturday." And then that was the day where we were able to bring all the other comics.
0: Yeah. And do you remember this on the Sunday show, which is when Lebedo yeah. did his? Do oh, you remember yeah, yeah. him bringing me up? Yeah. I want to. He, he had a he had a bit during the check drop where he's like, "I've always wanted to put together my first my uh, my own boy band." And so he'd pick people from the audience to come up, and then he'd make them do. It was like an improv
1: game. It was basically. also that same Saturday night afterwards yeah was me you nick costanzo
0: the first time we ever podcast first time we ever
1: podcast god
0: damn it one of these days we'll find that yeah we got good photos of me you and we do we have photos of you yeah yeah and we have i look way different obviously i got a buzzed head i have a photo of you passed out on the floor of my bedroom after that because we recorded the first episode of my old podcast the tolstoy made shoes podcast yeah we recorded it at like four AM in my apartment. So I remember that. And we were drunk. Remember we kept yeah. saying it was pond- sponsored by Shandy Light or whatever it was. Uh, summer Shandy. Summer Shandys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: some are not. Um <laughs> another big like moment i can remember was oh hold uh, on no
0: no i want to say hold on about his guest his thing though he did a thing where he'd pull people from the audience and i had been drinking with him hanging out the night before oh, yeah, yeah i so remember he For picked the, people uh, boy band yeah and then he just pointed right and at me it. and i had it was so fun and it was the first time i ever made people laugh on yeah. a comedy club stage and, and i remember getting off and stacy being stacy being like well that's it she's like that's you forever this is what you're doing forever now huh and i was like you got it you yeah
1: know? oh my god i can remember that moment yeah my second open mic yeah that was the big moment. Where was
0: that? House of Bricks, probably. Uh
1: probably. Yeah. yeah. Or Peoples again. Yeah. But uh, I remember going to my one of my best friends afterwards and just being jacked up, yeah. being like, "Yes, I did it. This is it. This is my thing." Can you I know? ask?
0: Can I ask you a question? And this might be too personal, but have you? Has you? Have you ever had a moment where you're like, "I'm done"? No. I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was never it here. I've never talked. No, not at all. It was after. Are we talk about it. We can. We I didn't quit, to. so it's okay. Okay. It was after C4 in Omaha win the finals <laughs> when i didn't make it yeah, when i didn't those finals are, there was something going on in, there we won't get in yeah it. and and, and no, in no way do i begrudge the winner because yeah. he's one of my favorite comedians of all time but the fact that there was a hierarchy of finalists and that neither of me and you who had wonderful sets were part of that and i was so upset and i got in the car and on the way home i told i was like i think i'm done i don't think i can put up with this kind of shit and then uh, whoever I was with, I think I was with maybe a friend and Stacey and stuff. And they're like, no, it's fine. You'll be fine. And then literally I was like, okay. And it was like fleeting. Yeah. But it's That's the only time I, yeah. I've ever been like, That's I'm out. That's
1: what I love, though, was uh, the Omaha scene, too. Oh, boy, Get yeah. Getting to learn another scene. Yeah. That was and one so of my close. first favorite things. And Omaha so and many, Iowa City were just like. So
0: many of those Omaha comics, too, the way we've all rose together. Like, yeah. there's people were like, Gat Comstock, Abby Rosenquist- uh, uh. uh Preston Tompkins, Zach Reiner, Zach Peterson, all these people, Casey Crawford, uh, like all these people are huge now, doing so many things. Yeah, um, it's wonderful. Iowa City was fantastic with like Frana and Mike Lucas and all those guys. The Quad Cities, I the Quad Cities might be that my, was my favorite road trip. It still is. The fucking it, going uh, speakeasy. To, yeah. Holy
1: shit! I, nowhere, I Can't wait to get there again. If
0: I ever get the opportunity to do an album and the creek is booked, I'm gonna do it in. The Quad Cities, because that's the... They treat me like they love me. They're so sweet to me there. And not in a, like, they think I'm famous. In a, they respect what I'm doing.
1: Do you remember this? Andrew
0: Klein. There's a comedian named Andrew Klein. Andrew Stewart Klein. Find him on the internet. He is the best comedian in
1: the country, and he has no fucking clue about it. Uh, Do you remember this night? This is one of my favorite nights, too, where uh, I remember... Standing outside of the whole Avenue Tavern. Me and you? With you. The night of the Kronberg show? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. After the And that's like one of my first. And there was
0: somebody else, too, that I didn't know. Eddie Rhodes, maybe? No, it wasn't Eddie. Oh. It was somebody that I didn't know. It was like a girl. No, there was some dude that I didn't know. But I remember me and, I remember being like, God, I wish this fucking guy would get out of here. Oh, yeah. It was just
1: some old. Some random dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because we were like. I think
0: he was wearing a suit.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he was. And He's I, one of those weird, like, stand-up people oh, yeah. that are you see a lot more yeah, in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that, like, maybe do an open mic every four months. And, and then they're like, I'm a Canadian. Yeah, and they do their, like, fucking racist jokes and you, stuff. But uh, I remember that being, like, one of the first conversations where it's like, I fucking love this yeah. so and much. You, it was just you, me and you just talking about- You said about-
0: something to me that got in my head really bad that night. Not, nothing comedy-wise, but I was wearing, um uh not what were they? Not Vans- what were those shoes that everybody used to wear? The Crocs? No, they were like sketchy. Airwalks? Airwalks. I was wearing airwalks. And you said something like, "Oh, you're going to fall on your ass. Because I guess you, you associated airwalks with being... Skateboarding? No, it was slippery on ice. Like that they're not good for walking on ice. And I had never heard that or thought of that. And so then anytime it was icy out and I was wearing those shoes, I was always like, oh, fuck, I'm going to fall down. Oh. And it was just one of those little things you're like, "Oh, be careful on ice with those shoes on. And I was like, Jesus. Um, yeah, oh, that man. was a really good night. Kronberg destroyed on that show and oh, it was yeah. so fun uh
1: any anybody that was one of my favorite moments we got to do uh i got that because i had a car and i picked him yeah. up you drove him doing to a the road show cities with him yeah, uh no it was south uh, tumwa
0: tumwa oh the show home of
1: the twin galaxies and home Mr. of southeast iowa yeah yeah it was me and then i took uh anthony Lebedo and Billy Short, oh cool, on the road with. Me. I love those dudes. Yeah, uh, and then uh, yeah, we had a show. With, there's people and we're hanging out with Kronberg. and to me, it's a big deal. Certain now comics, it's just like whatever. There are certain Saturday comics: night.
0: Kronberg, uh, uh Kyle Kinane, uh, uh a lot of those Chicago guys like uh, Kilgallen Gallon and Drew Michael and stuff. Who um, uh, Roy Scoville? Anybody that came through Des Moines and like treated us like people? Oh yeah was so important for a Mike young comic.
1: Lawrence. Mike Lawrence, yeah. It was the first stand-up comedy show yeah. I paid to see um, afterwards um, uh, when Comedians You Should Know yeah. came to House of Bricks like a couple weeks after I started. Yeah,
0: and, was and Gideon like, was on that show. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Tate also. Yeah. Um, There's all those comics that were like, they came through, and it's that weird thing of like, Midwest Comics, like their biggest credit is open for Ben Kronberg, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's people's, in their yeah, bios, yeah. you know? Open so, for Steve-O. But those things mean so much. Like that... The Kyle Canaan show that I got to do, there's a funny thing that I talk about I whenever this comes up, but like I got off stage. I did. I opened for, there was a show where like five of us opened for Kyle Canaan, and I was so nervous. It was like my, I, I was barely a year in and I got off stage. Bailer urine. Yeah. I was a bailer of urine. Um, <laughs> But uh, I got off stage, and Kinane had been sitting in the back the whole time at the House of Bricks, and I got off stage, and you go, do you want me to tell you when he laughed? And I was like, I know when he laughed. I know when he looked at his phone. He's the <laughs> only person I paid attention to the whole show, you right. know? Um, So that was, it was all those people, and of course, Steve Byrne liked that, too. Anybody that came through the Funny Bone, that was really nice. Kevin Pollak, weirdly, was super sweet to me one time when he came through the Funny Bone. Um, Jay Larson was great and then Jay Larson and Tommy filmed like a, an audition together once it was really fun Um, so anybody if you go to the Midwest please go to Des Moines even you know set up shows those new the young comics need you there is a good audience there you know like do mm-hmm. that you know Um, and also quit doing stand up there's not enough room for you get the fuck out you know like l- give it to us let us have a shot you know once me and Reem get a shot, then you can come back. Yeah, and start we'll doing mics know. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let you
1: know. Follow us on Twitter. We'll tell you when it's time. to Yeah. Jump in. Where can they follow you on Twitter? By the way. Oh, at Reemcore. That's R E A M K O R E. Also, 1994 the podcast. Uh, that's on all the things. Find yeah. that. And uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll be in Milwaukee for the Cream City Comedy Festival. Check that out. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, you can follow me at Patrick Hazy at p a t r i c k h a s t i e patrickcasey dot for all upcoming shows. Um. Tell your friends. Uh. Listen sincerely. This is the one 100th... hundred. Yeah. Listen
1: sincerely. Don't, uh... <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't just uh do it all casually. Yeah. Yeah. This is literally the the one hundredth time we've sent something out to you guys. The one hundredth episode. And so thank you so much for oh, listening. Thank to all you. This stuff. Thank you for the Patreon. Thank you for um t- uh, any iTunes reviews you do, Stitcher stuff. All this stuff means so much. We're just trying to figure this all out. We just we we made rule. We made. We t- when we started this podcast, we talked about what we wanted to have done by this time, and we have surpassed yeah, all those goals. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. We're rich and loaded. Um, but like, so seriously, we would have stopped doing this show if if it didn't feel right. And you guys make it feel right, so thank you so oh, much. Yeah. Um, so please keep listening and all that kind of stuff on Stitcher and and Spotify and all that. Um, be cool. Uh, never die. Uh, tell your friends and uh, remember, as always, uh, for the one hundredth time. If you're not an n
1: you're an m so, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here.
3: <laughs> but, um, I want to thank Nick and, and Brandon both for coming on this. This was a lot of fun. I think this yeah. is my thing. Is I just If I get drunk as piss, get drunk as tits every time I do a podcast, i will work out great. Yeah. We'll get two good hours out of it. You hosted the shit um, out of this. I don't know if I did. But, um, it was a lot yeah. of fun, and I hope you guys, again, like... Last words, anything you guys need to say? I love Patrick. Uh,
4: boobs.
2: <laughs>
3: okay, I love you guys. It was great. I love you, Patrick. Uh, sorry, I spilled my computer. We should have something really Kitty cool. Cock-a. We should have something really cool to say at the end that, like, I'll make everybody say at the end. Like, something, hold on. Let me, let me think of something, something really cool. Like, okay, like, here, here, hold on. Okay. Oh so This is a quote that's attributed, I don't know who originally said it, but I, I attributed it to the great stand-up, uh, uh, uh. I attribute it to the great stand-up Kevin Pollack, so if we all just want to say this together. If you're sitting at your home and you're not doing shit, if you want to do stand-up, if you want to write a movie, if you want to fucking do anything, if you're not creating, you're waiting. Woo! Just remember that. All right, guys.
4: Peace out. Love you. XO, 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 XO.
3: Gossip Girl.
2: Welcome to BrainMachineNetwork.com.